urgent news, guys. If you're interested in the real estate and the housing market, this is an episode of the Dima Show that you must watch because there's lots of housing market news coming and there's some crazy stuff that's going to happen in 2022. Let's go. This is the Dima Show. Dima Show. A unique perspective on entrepreneurship, real estate, business, finance, politics, and current events with a big dose of common sense. Warning. Warning. If you're easily offended, this is not the podcast for you. Listen at your own risk. What is up, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Dima Show. I want to thank you for tuning in. Hope you had an amazing Christmas and you're ready for the end of the year. This is some exclusive content I'm going to give you for tuning into the podcast because I appreciate you and because there's a lot of stuff I want to say that I cannot say on the YouTube channel because they'll take that shit down. So here we go, guys. First of all, I am excited to be back here in my home state of Texas. I've been traveling a lot here in December. It has been a crazy and wild. December. I'm going to tell you all about it. I usually don't travel that much, but this year, you know, we moved to a new state. We were getting settled in at the house and all of these other things, and we needed a couple of little breaks. Plus, we wanted to see our friends and family who we now don't get to see as often since we are out of the state. So let me tell you about what I did. And by the way, if you want to really follow and see what I do on a daily basis, make sure you're following me over on Instagram. If you're on that platform, the link is down somewhere in the show notes. So check that out so that you could see what I'm doing every single day in my stories and my posts. But anyway, first trip we had was a couple of weeks ago earlier in the month where we went to Cabo San Lucas, one of my favorite resorts. We've been going there for several years, and it was awesome down there. And by the way, one thing I will say that I really love about Texas and about living here is the proximity to everywhere because we are in the middle of the country. So from here, basically, everything's about a two and a half, three hour flight, and that is really, really cool. So Cabo, three hours, you know, Cancun is three hours, Florida's a couple hours, LA is a couple hours. Not that I want to go to LA, but um, that's awesome. It's a really Really cool thing to have everything so close. So anyway, about six uh, or seven couples, we went down to Cabo for uh, almost a week for uh, one of our friend's 40th birthday parties. Yes, she is the young one in the group, but she's now also 40. And we just had a blast. We had such an awesome time down there. The beach was great. So nice to be in, in some warm weather. The pool was nice. We played some golf, went to some amazing restaurants. I will tell you, the food in Cabo has gotten so good. I mean, the food at the property is good, but then you even go off property, there's taco shacks. If you want to go casual, there's some really high-end, amazing restaurants, good wine, all that kind of stuff. So we had a blast down there, spent some time uh, down in Cabo in Mexico. And by the way, for those of you, I've heard some people that are concerned about Mexico with with COVID and everything going on. I will tell you, uh, it was uh, it was no issue at all. I mean, uh, resort was was great. Everything was fine. Uh, you you do have to get tested uh, before you come back, but they did that right at the resort. took took a minute, and everyone was was fine. I am convinced, by the way, that uh, the way they do the testing down there <laughs> is basically to get everyone a negative test, because if someone tested positive, then I think they'd have to start quarantining and the resort has to report it. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but uh, for some reason, everyone tests, everyone tests negative when you're leaving uh, the high-end Mexican resorts. Uh, so anyway, that was that. We had an amazing time there. And then after that, we 
came back here to uh, to Dallas for a couple of days, and then we went, and by the way, that was an adults-only vacation. I do highly recommend that for you if you have kids like us, and I've done an episode of the Dima Show on it, but I highly recommend that you take several trips a year, if not more, of just adults, even if it's just a weekend getaway. You got to get away from those kids. Not that we don't love them. We love them very much, but need some adult time, need some husband and wife time, uh, some spouse time or girlfriend time or boyfriend time or whatever it is you got going on uh, because it's so important to connect on that level. So that was a great trip. And then we turned right back around after a few days here uh, in Dallas in our new home. Uh, and by the way, I, I'm, I'm having fun getting used to calling this my new home. For a while, I was saying, oh, I got to go back home to LA. And then I caught myself and I don't say that anymore. So, you know, after four or five months, that's it. LA is not home anymore. It's where I used to live. And that's a good thing because I do not want to go back there with all the craziness happening there. But anyway, uh, back to the adventures, the Dima adventures uh, of December. Uh, did I just refer to myself in the third person? I really hope I didn't. And if I did, excuse me, don't uh, judge me. So uh, anyhow, then we went to Florida and uh, I love Florida. I mean, of, of the states that we were considering moving to, it was Texas and Florida were kind of neck and neck. I've done videos on my YouTube channel, which by the way, if you're not subscribed, go check that out. Uh, and I've done videos about um, those states and comparing them. And, you know, Texas and Florida for me were really neck and neck because it comes down to state policy, government, future direction of the state and what's going on. And Florida is, is awesomely uh, governed by Ron DeSantis, who got a ton of you know media hate, uh, no surprise, because he went against the singular uh, prescription of, of vaccines and, and said, hey, we don't, you know, we don't need a vaccine mandate. We don't need mask mandates. And everyone said, oh, you're killing your residents and all this other nonsense. And, you know, th that proved to be the right approach. Uh, the cases in Florida, I think, are among the lowest. Uh, not that to me, cases really matter, but hospitalizations and deaths also among the lowest. So Florida did it right, you know, personal choice, personal responsibility. And by the way, guys, I just want to reiterate again, when it comes to COVID, when it comes to all of this stuff, I am not against vaccines. Uh, what I am against is I'm against mandates and I'm against singular responses. So if the vaccine is right for you or your family, go for it. If wearing a mask is right for you and your family, go for that too. If you want to stay home, that's also your choice, but don't mandate your stuff on everyone else because it's everyone's personal decision and choice to do what they want to do. And I think Florida got it right. Texas got it right. Uh, and the other states, the blue states that have forced lockdowns and school closures and, you know, mask mandates on kids, which to me is just child abuse. Um, they got it completely wrong. And, and that has been proven by the numbers and by everything that has happened and that has occurred. So anyhow, guys, we uh, we went to Florida. We met our family there. My parents uh, live in Florida most of the year, and my uh, my wife's parents actually met us there as well. And we had uh, a really nice impromptu family reunion there from my wife's side. So her uh, aunt was there, her cousins were there. We had a great time to saw family and hung out by the pool and the beach. And you know, Florida's wide open, guys. If you live somewhere else and you want to take a nice vacation, I highly recommend Florida. is a great spot to go. The beaches are awesome. The weather's great 
Restaurants are open. There are no issues and everyone's doing great. And so we had an amazing time there and then just got back just in time for the end of the year. We got a few days here left in 2021. I can't believe that 2022 is right around the corner, guys. And some of the things I definitely recommend for you as you head into the new year, uh, and I will do some episodes on this uh, coming up here on the Dima Show, is some goal setting, some business planning, some reviews of the current year, whether that's personal business or whatever, both. Highly recommend that. I will talk about that on future episodes of the Dima Show, I promise. So make sure you're following the show you're subscribed and you get notifications and all of that good stuff. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give me a great review and five stars so that Apple pushes this out to a bunch of people. But anyhow, we'll have a lot of that good stuff coming up for you here on the Dima Show. For now, I just wanted to go over my December and what I am excited for and getting ready for here in the new year. So this is going to be a fun week. These are two of my favorite weeks of the year as well as Thanksgiving week where you really get to relax, recharge, plan and set some goals for the following year. And until then, enjoy this episode about the real estate market. And again, guys, if you're into real estate or if you want to get into real estate, I really believe this is an episode that you can't miss because I'm going to talk about what's going to happen in real estate in 2022. So enjoy that episode. Merry Christmas again and happy new year coming up, guys. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Enjoy this one. What's up, you guys? So my core business, what I started out with, believe it or not, I talk about all this other stuff, but at the core of it, at the heart of it, is real estate. I love real estate. I love investing in real estate, owning real estate, brokering real estate. I actually started as a real estate attorney. So of course, we got to do an episode of The Dima Show on real estate. So whatever you're into real estate-wise, this is a must-watch or must-listen episode, you guys, because there's so much going on in real estate, and I want to point out some interesting things to you. First of all, let's talk about housing prices because housing prices have been going crazy for a long time, and I always get the question, what is going to happen next year? So I'm going to pull out my crystal ball, I'm going to be Nostradamus today, and I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen next year. So make sure you stay until the end of the episode. How do you like that plug? But anyway, guys, let's take a look at the numbers because what I believe in wholeheartedly is looking at the data, not the drama around real estate to see if we can glean and predict what is going to happen in the future based on what's happening right now. So there's a couple of things that I always go to and that I always look at. First of all, let's look at historically. So the median price of homes in the United States is up about 13% year over year. You heard that right. That is a huge huge increase, you guys. It's not sustainable long-term, but real estate has done really, really well. When the pandemic started in early 2020, we saw about a three-month dip. No one really knew what was going to happen. And then since then, the market has just skyrocketed all the way through until today. What has been driving that is really the question that you have to answer first. First and foremost, it's been really low interest rates. And so since we're on the topic of interest rates, let me talk about those for just a second. So interest rates, you guys, have been very low for an extremely long time. The Fed, though, just had a meeting recently where they said that they are about to raise interest rates in 2022. Federal Reserve officials announced that they are prepared to fight inflation with a series of interest rate hikes next year, suggesting it will begin earlier than they projected just months ago. That is a very pivotal piece of information, you guys, because interest rates really drive affordability. You see, the lower the interest rates are for a house, 
purchase, then of course, the more house someone can buy or the lower their payment will be on the same house. So if interest rates go up, what that means is people can either afford less, so prices come down, or they just buy less house, but that's not usually what happens because when it comes to homes, people really buy a mortgage payment or a monthly mortgage payment, not the actual gross price of the house. So interest rates going up would have a dramatic effect on the housing market. And the Fed just said that they are gonna raise the federal funds rate next year almost three times is what they talked about in their last meeting. Now, the federal funds rate is not the mortgage rate. I just wanna make that caveat. A lot of people confuse the two. The federal funds rate is actually the rate at which banks borrow from other banks overnight. However, that federal funds rate really drives the mortgage market. And so if the federal funds rate goes up, you will see a corresponding increase in mortgage rates. So watch out for that first and foremost as something that could flip the real estate market big time next year. Now, the next thing I look at when it comes to statistics, and guys, this is a really, really important stat. Not a lot of people talk about it, but I actually think it's the most important because it ultimately comes down in real estate to supply and demand. Real estate is a free market. The more supply there is of housing, the less demand there is, then what happens is prices go down, right? Because there are less buyers than there are sellers. If you flip that around, which is what we've had for a very long time, not a lot of supply, so not a lot of sellers, a lot of buyers chasing those houses. So what happens is, prices go up. There's a lot of upward pressure on pricing. The best statistic to look at when it comes to supply and demand is something called months supply of inventory. What that tells us is if no other homes came on the market ever again, how long would it take to sell out of the current inventory? So just think of this as your favorite department store, maybe the shoe store and If no new shoes come in, how long is it going to take them to sell all the shoes they currently have? That's month's supply of inventory. And the legend on this, the key on this, you guys, anything under three months supply, we call that a heavy seller's market. That means that there's not a lot on the market. There's a lot of buyers. And so it's a heavy seller's market. We're going to sell out quickly. Anything between about three and six months, we call that a balanced market. So, you know, on average, it takes some time to sell a house. There's about a balanced amount of buyers and sellers. Anything over six months, we start to look at as a buyer's market. There are a lot of homes on the market, maybe not a lot of buyers. We start seeing some downward pressure on the real estate market. So guys, check this out. And this is very, very interesting and very, very key. Throughout this entire time from 2020 through about today, That month's supply of inventory number was well under six and even well under three. However, over the last few months, we have seen an uptick in that number and it currently stands at 6.3 months supply of inventory. You guys, that is an early indicator that the real estate market may flip next year. So watch out. There's some urgent news around that month's supply of inventory. So that's a very key statistic to watch. I don't like to overcomplicate this stuff. I just like to look at what's going on in the mortgage market, what's going on with prices, what's going on with consumer confidence, with money, and all of that other stuff, and then what's happening on the month's supply of inventory. Now, one thing I will tell you, because I don't want to freak you out and I don't want to scare you, that number usually does go up in the wintertime. So between about October and March, seasonally adjusted, that month's supply of inventory number does usually go up. However, it hasn't been above six in quite some time. So that's definitely something to watch out for. So bottom line, guys, real estate, 
What should you do? Well, guys, if you're a seller, you may want to consider selling now. Back in the summer, last summer was a very, very hot seller's market. That's usually historically when the market is hotter in the summertime. But if current trends continue and interest rates do go up, you may see a little adjustment on prices. I don't think the market is going to crash. The fundamentals just aren't there for that. Everything is healthy. Everything is strong. People are putting money down. So it's not a 2007 situation where we're going to see no income loans and 100% loans and all this kind of stuff. But it's still something to watch out for. So if you're a seller, you may want to consider putting that house on the market sooner rather than later. Also working with a great professional and having realistic expectations. If you're a buyer, you guys, I would recommend locking in a great interest rate right now. If you can lock in a 30-year loan on a great house, even if you pay a little bit more for it, it's much better than waiting and then paying higher in interest because you got to pay that interest over the life of that 20 or 30 or even 40-year loan. So you guys, hopefully I've given you some really great information on the real estate and housing market. That's my passion. I hope you like real estate just as much as I do, and I'll catch you on the next episode of The Dima Show. Thanks for tuning in to The Dima Show. If you got value from this podcast, do me a favor and share it with someone you know or give me a shout out on your social channels and be sure to tag me so I can thank you. Also, throw in a five-star review wherever you're listening so that the show is shared with more people. I'll catch you on the next episode. Dima out. This has been The Dima Show. All information and content provided is for informational purposes only, and you should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Bye-bye.